Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 10 Minutes Astrology once a week. Me and Alejo will introduce you to the astrology world, to learning astrology. Alejo, you are keeping doing the only kind of a gesture. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Yes. <laughs> okay, you get bored or something, just you keep playing the gesture. <laughs> I need to do stuff with my hands, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> you couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, um, for the last three weeks, we're talking about the uh, uh, new moon, crescent moon, and the first quarter moon. And now comes to the last stage of the waxing moon. That's yes. right before the full moon, right before the full moon. So what do we call it for this stage? I like we call it the Chibus moon. <laughs> Chibus moon, yes. I don't know because, well, I know. Uh, because uh, after we confer with each other, I say, how do you call it? I used to call it the Chibus moon too. Yeah. I mean, in Spanish, we call it hibosa. Hibosa. Oh, that sounds quite cute. Sounds Brazilian <laughs> almost, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brazilian means, I mean, Portuguese. I know that it's not, I mean, I know. Oh, okay. Okay. You mean that the pronunciation is pretty soft, pretty, pretty. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay. So, so this moon. Yes. So to... this moon happens when the moon, again, is still it's ahead of the sun because it's about to reach the full moon. So once yeah. it reaches the full moon, it's going to start to be behind the sun, right? But for the yeah. moment, still ahead of the sun. And yeah. she is 135 degrees ahead of the sun, from 135 to 180 degrees. She is kind of yeah. reaching the 180 degrees is the full moon. So it's just before yeah. that. It's from 135 to 180 degrees ahead of the sun. Mm. And this happens usually three days and a half before the full moon basically mm -hmm. so it's usually about 11 days after the new moon yes mm -hmm. yeah uh so what is the quality of this uh moon i would say one of the keywords i would use two keywords for this moon mm -hmm. one is mm -hmm. idealism the idea of mm -hmm perfecting the world because the other keywords are actually yeah. perfection so okay. um, one is, would be the idea of idealism trying to to bring down an ideal you know we're almost at the full moon mm. it's like we're seeing we're almost yeah. seeing the whole picture so it's like we're trying to bring this idea down into the earth so there is this sense of idealism sense of trying to find a personal meaning in the things we mm. do uh because Yes, because we're, yeah, we're almost getting to the moment in which we get to the full moon, in which we completely understand the two mm. polarities, right? No, I don't know if I understand this world, the word, but they are there. So we're kind of trying to find meaning in what we're doing. We have this idealistic nature. And in yeah. order to do, to achieve this goal, we are willing to uh, dissect what needs to, what needs to be done. We're willing to, to work on what needs to be done, what needs to be perfected. So I think mm. there is a tendency to perfectionism and there is a tendency also to self-question oneself. Like we're mm. in this process in which we have passed the tension of the square, but we haven't fulfilled yet the, the we haven't fulfilled the, the, the journey. We're not in the full moon yet. So we're starting mm -hmm. to question, okay, what is it that we're doing? Why are we doing it? How is it that we can do it? So there's mm -hmm. this idea of idealism and perfectionism and self-questioning. And I would say also there's this idea of bringing other people uh, into the equation. I think there yeah. is this idea perhaps of um, 
kind of realizing that maybe I cannot do it alone. So yeah. if I trust others, uh, I could achieve what I'm willing to do. So there's this kind of desire to make other people join my adventure, join mm -hmm. my, my goal. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I would insist on this idea that if we want to do something, we better do it properly with a yeah. kibbutz moon. This is what I would say. Yeah. Yeah, well, I usually like this idea, and uh, um, as uh, I think Alejo, I I know your background. You used to st also study the, the the theater, right? You also studied performing yes. art. So I I used to working in the radio station and the TV. So I would like to use that one situation to sum up this stage. I will call it a rehearsal. Ah, rehearsal before the exact performing. Exactly. Because yes. like uh, you get an idea, yeah. Okay, once you you get uh, or make a program or, or or an event, you you have an idea. That's in the new moon period and the crazy moon. You start to prepare everything and start write the script or, or prepare anything. And in the in the first quarter moon, you try to sums up all the tool you need, all the actor you need, every everything you need to build up a stage. And then now you are in the rehearsal. Everyone comes to the same stage and they, they doing their order and then find out where they should be and what position on the stage they should be and what thing yes, they should say. Yes. They keep like a, a, a kind of assess the real situation if we are going to performing on the stage, what's going to happen? Because the performing on stage is a full moon, everyone's going to see it. But this yes. is a rehearsal before like that, that afternoon rehearsal before the performing and everyone is so full of attention and full of and energy and uh, quite excitement too. I mean, in that stage, you are more exciting than on the stage, to be honest. Usually, you are weak. This is exact performance because you are like, oh my God, I have so great idea and that's what I'm going to do. But also, like you say, we learn the real situation and we, we fix something, we change something, try to make it perfect. Yes, yeah. perfect. It's a great idea. It's a great yeah. image for this, actually, yes. Yeah. So today we use one example. Also, we both, you and me, we don't know him very much, but I think, well, everyone know him or everyone know his name. Well, if you ever have a computer, use a PC, you know who he is. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Yeah. So today we use Bill Gates' chart. I hope he's not going to charge us the, for, for using his chart. <laughs> yes. Nice. So he's a sign of Scorpio. Yeah. Like Madonna. Sun Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and oh, yes. the moon in Aries. Mm. It, it's very interesting, actually. Yes. So um, the moon is in Aries and the sun is in Scorpio. Sun is at five degrees of Scorpio. Yeah. So if you think about it, if you go to five degrees of Taurus, you have 185. Yep. Exactly. So we have to take up until up until five Taurus, it's going to be a full moon, but from where? Yeah. From 45 degrees back right so it's yes. five degrees Taurus. we go 30 degrees back we get to five degrees aries, aries and we should go another 15 degrees backwards so we should go all the way to 20 degrees of pisces so between exactly. 20 degrees of pisces and five degrees Taurus, we have the gibbous moon and in this case mm -hmm. the moon is there because it's at seven degrees Taurus. so definitely mm. there um yes. So, when the moon in Aries, yeah. yes. Uh, should I? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think this is a very interesting chart because um, the combination of this chart, a sun in the water sign of Scorpio, 
and uh, the, the, that is kind of the feeling type and uh, also um, put things is in their deep thought and consider a lot of things with strategy and the business things. But the moon is in the action of Aries. Well, it, 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 the both, the sun and the moon are in the kind of a kind of a queen kind side, the 150 yeah, degrees. So yes. they couldn't, they kind of couldn't see each other. But interesting, they both ruled by Mars. So there is a very fiery ish things here. And that is like, I don't know how he feels, but anyway, it's not my, it's, it's not what I'm going to focus on, but the, the performing is like, a, you know, there is, there is a little bit quirky thing here, you know, there is not very harmony, but, uh, but it's still, uh, you push things forward quite hard. Yeah, there's a pioneering nature, but there's mm. two, two, two different natures in which it is expressed is that the moon in Aries is very direct and assertive. I need to be clear. Yeah. I need to be honest. I need to compete. Yeah. I need to be the first. And in the 10th yeah. house, I need to be recognized socially for being the first, for being a doer and achiever. But then with the sun in Scorpio, it's more like uh, my intention should not be openly seen. I should be very mm. careful of what I show because my yeah. goal is to fulfill, to get to a sense of power and, and yeah. content with myself. But uh, I, there's a, this goal of uh, not, not being so openly showing everything of my inner world because it's so deep, right? With the sun and Scorpio, mm. it's so deep. It runs very deep. So th I think this is the different way in the, in the way they're both doers. They're both signs have to do with doing and achieving. I think there is this kind of push drive, I would say, in mm. both signs. But one is open and the other one is more subtle and hidden. Right? Yeah. Well, that makes me think about the one thing. I mean, I mean, when people are using the software, um, they have in the past that we have a two major things for general people for i think for the engineer they have other choice but for you and me we have either choose between pc windows or the right. Stephen jobs macintosh system but the big difference between these two is not about only about artists art, art people or or artistic people more like more enjoy macintosh in our time we say that more the yeah. more more art art people they choose in Macintosh, but more like engineering people only can choose the the Windows. But also, I mean, Windows is a, a bit a little bit you know you know you know a little bit wonky, quirky, quirky because every time the problem is come out from the Windows rather than you hear you hear people using Macintosh complain about their computer. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's like now, every I time that see... you hear, yeah, Sorry. I, I, I mean, when you're talking about Windows and, you know, this sense of idealism, uh, yeah. you know, I, I imagine because, because to be honest, I, I mean, as far as I know about the history of computings, uh, Bill Gates did change computers, did change mm. the way we relate to computers. Yeah. yeah he created, he did. Like I remember when I was in high school and mm. we had the OS and our yeah. teacher said, there's this, there's a person in the US who's called Bill Gates. Who is yeah. designing a way to to talk with the computer in a different way? You're gonna have windows on your screen, and I remember, yeah, was, like you're gonna have programs. You're gonna click on the programs instead of typing commands. Yeah. So I mean, in some ways, you know, he had this idealistic vision, this idea of what could be mm. done, and yeah. this idea also of perfecting it, like how it can always, you know, we complain as users, why do we need to upgrade the software? Yeah, <laughs> or upgrade all the time. 
we complain about it, but in, in the background, the idea is like, we can make it better. We can still yeah. reorganize it and make it work better. And this yeah. is part of this vision of this yes. Yes. vision of trying to perfect things. Yeah. It, 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 I was about to just joking about, you know, his chart and that we like continue, continue upgrading, continue upgrading about it, the software. But yes, he's true. This is part of vision. And we know this is the computer science is not only thing he's working on because um, there's a yeah. lot of uh, what was a conspiracy talking about. He is focused on a lot of vaccine things. Remember? And yes. he, yeah, even, even a pandemic, he, his word would become people attack him about a uh, conspiracy and he tried shipping everyone that was very interesting because but to be honest i don't want to go that side i would just say his vision he at least he revealed he showed us his vision about this we say this um this uh jeep's moon's uh, vision is pretty clear in there so this is the our four types from the new moon crescent moon first quarter moon and the jeep's moon this is our last type of the waxing moon after this we come to across the 180 degree then we come to the full moon we come to the full moon <laughs> full so moon, basically yes. yeah basically two types two big group have uh, two different idea one is developing that i mean waxing moon makes things bigger and bigger and then come to the waning period and people just say oh are we going to shrinking uh, smaller and smaller well, one idea could be like that, but uh, to be honest, there's some better idea. I will suggest we leave it to next time to talking about yes, it. Mister. But I have to say, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. So don't think about all oh, other people are getting bigger and bigger. Are we getting smaller and smaller? No, it's not in that way. All right. So thanks to everyone for watching and listening 10 Minutes Astrology and uh, every week we will introduce you some astrology ideas to help you learning astrology. I'm Rod Chang today with Alejo. We're talking about the uh, Jeepus Moon and the next week we will talk about Full Moon. Full Moon, yes. <laughs> yes, Full Moon. So, well, see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.